It is surprising. I can see nothing at that place. Nor can I. Yet what I feel there is so terrible that at times I am almost driven to dash my head against the wall. The doctor examined the spot with a magnifying glass, then shook his head. The skin is full of life. The blood within it circulates regularly. There is neither inflammation nor cancer under it. It is as healthy at that spot as elsewhere. Yet I think it is a little redder there. Where? The stranger took a pencil from his pocketbook and traced on his hand a ring about the size of a sixpenny piece and said, It is there! The doctor looked in his face. He was beginning to believe that his patient's mind was unhinged. Remain here, he said, and in a few days I'll cure you. I cannot wait. Don't think I am a madman, a maniac. It is not in that way you would cure me. The little circle which I have marked with my pencil causes me infernal tortures, and I have come to you to cut it away. That I cannot do said the doctor. Why? Because your hand exhibits no pathological disorder. I see at the spot you have indicated nothing more amiss than on my own hand. You really seem to think that I have gone out of my senses, or that I have come here to mock you, said the stranger, taking from his pocketbook a banknote for a thousand florins and laying it on the table. Now, sir, you see that I am not playing off any childish jest and that the service I seek of you is as urgent as it is important. I beg you to remove this part of my hand. Now repeat, sir, that for all the treasures in the world, you cannot make me regard as unsound a member that is perfectly sound, and still less induce me to cut it with my instruments. And why not? Because such an act would cast a doubt upon my medical knowledge, and compromise my reputation. Everybody would say that you were mad, that I was dishonest in taking advantage of your condition, or ignorant in not perceiving it. Very well. I will only ask a small service of you then. I am myself capable of making the incision. I shall do it rather clumsily with my left hand, but that does not matter. Be good enough only to bind up the wound after the operation. It was with astonishment that the doctor saw that this strange man was speaking seriously. He stripped off his coat, turned up the wristbands of his shirt, and took a bisturi in his left hand. A second later, and the steel had made a deep incision in the skin. Stay, cried the doctor, who feared that his patient might, through his awkwardness, sever some important organ. Since you have determined on the operation, let me perform it. He took the bisturi, and placing in his left hand the right hand of the patient, begged him to turn away his face, the sight of blood being insupportable to many persons. Quite needless. On the contrary, it is I who must direct you where to cut. In fact, he watched the operation to the end with the greatest coolness, indicating the limits of the incisions. The open hand did not even quiver in that of the doctor and when the circular piece was removed, he sighed profoundly like a man experiencing an enormous relief. Nothing burns you now. All has ceased, said the stranger, smiling. The pain has completely disappeared, as if it had been carried away with the part excised. 
the little discomfort which the flowing of blood causes me, compared with the other pain, is like a fresh breeze after a blast from the infernal regions. It does me real good to see my blood pouring forth. Let it flow. It does me extreme good. The stranger watched with an expression of delight the blood pouring from the wound, and the doctor was obliged to insist on binding up the hand. During the bandaging, the aspect of his face completely changed. It no longer bore a dolorous expression, but a look full of good humour was turned upon the doctor. No more contraction of the features, no more despair. A taste for life had returned. The brow was once again calmed. The colour found its way back to the cheeks. The entire man exhibited a complete transformation. As soon as his hand was laid in the sling, he warmly wrung the doctor's hand with the one that remained free and said,